I just want to say what a delight, Jared, to be able to connect with you, even though you've been hassling me for two days. I would word it. But. <laughs> no, it's, this has absolutely been a delight and what a fun opportunity. Welcome to Starve the Dallas. I'm Jared Easley, but you already know that you're here for my guest today and you should be. Stephanie James from The Spark. Stephanie, I don't deserve you. How are you? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> I'm having a blast out here at PodCon. Just yes. loving it and so thrilled to be able to get to meet you, dear Jared. We met yesterday and uh, I, I think the way we met was a little bit hurtful, but it presented an opportunity now to be friends and sometimes that's how it works. That's right. Sometimes <laughs> it takes a little pain till you get to the love. <laughs> sometimes there's a spark. And the spark's painful, but that does translate to love, right? Right. It so, burns a little at first. It, it burns, <laughs> if it burns a little at first, you should see your doctor. But in this case, we're talking about podcasting. But Stephanie, for people that don't know, let's give them a little backstory on Stephanie James. Sure. Yeah. Well, so I'm a psychotherapist by day. As you should be. Thank you. And so by night. So interesting. Chris Lamphere, who is my producer, mm-hmm. literally one day I was sitting there in my office thinking, how do I get back into radio? Because I'd been a guest several times on this Leah Unleashed show. Okay, as I the, can see you that. Know, quote unquote local expert. So one of the in you know in psychology. So Chris knocks on my door. I just had that thought. He comes in and says, "Have you ever thought about doing a radio show?" Mm, you like, have the oh, radio voice. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> sir. So I said, "Absolutely, and that's what I want to do." He said, "I about came out of my seat." And at the time, we were working both of us, or he started working for a uh, local radio station. Care FC. And so I got trained up, learned how to do it, and started rocking. Do you consider yourself a therapist? <laughs> yes, I yes, am. Yes, you do. Okay. So you are, I have a, a private practice right, in Fort Collins. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That didn't go over like I wanted it to. Okay. So, <laughs> do you consider no, well, yourself well, a The reason I bring that up is I have some friends who are therapists or who were studying to do that. And that season of their life, I was afraid to tell them anything because I felt like they were like analyzing everything in my life. And I'm like, stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're just supposed to be friends. So, like, exactly. Well, and that's one of the things. I mean, it doesn't leave like, the doors of my practice. You know, by the time yeah. I get done, you know, seven or eight hours a day, I just am like, and, But that's no. interesting. Like, uh, how do you put on that hat when you're in that environment? But then when it's just a, a, a relationship, a friend. You're not sitting there in your mind just like, oh, I know what's up with you, you know, like. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's a great question because I really do get that all the time, yeah. you know, especially like if, if I'm dating someone when I first start oh my dating goodness. somebody. See, that would like, intimidate me. I right. Think, you know? They're like, it, are you reading my mind? Are you analyzing yeah, yeah, yeah. me? You know, of course not. You know, the thing for me, honestly, in my private practice is it's been about. Being... I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. no, well, I, I have some diagnosis I want to lay down yeah, on you a little yeah, bit later. I, I Darren. Hope you do. And on, on the show, by the way. No, so. but, you know, when I'm there and I, it's really part of my without sounding hokey, but it really is like almost part of my spiritual practice of just being yeah. present yeah. with who I'm with in my office. And it's literally like because you have people rotating in. Sometimes mm. I'll see five clients in the morning one after the other, one after the other. So it really is about staying present with who they are. Yeah. And then the moment they leave, it's like you switch gears to the next and then you're present with that person. So by the time I get done with work, truly, it's like I'm done and I shut that door and then I just want to relax and I want to have fun and I, I don't want to have to be the grown up, the professional. Oh, so I would I imagine, uh, especially if some of those conversations probably be pretty heavy. There can be uh, some things that are uh, probably not as fun to talk about. And then now all of a sudden, <laughs> like, how do you not keep that from just weighing you down throughout the rest of your 
your week or your day or whatever. I mean, how do you balance that? Well, one of the things is, you know, I'm definitely, I Because you're a caring person. I can tell that you care. thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I do a lot of mindfulness in the morning. I'm Mm. I'm definitely, I like to listen to Stephen Colbert in the morning. Okay. You know, I want to- Get a laugh or two. Yeah, definitely. I got to lighten that up. And I am super blessed that I have this amazing group of women friends. Mm. And I have an amazing boyfriend. So- Okay. Yeah. These things help. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and I don't, while I won't talk about what happened during my day, I can definitely be like, hey, (laughs) I need a little hug right now. Come on over. Some some stuff happening today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's have wine. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. And I've definitely had, you know, I'm like, I've always said I'd love to do research Mm -hmm. around the Mm -hmm. weather. Oh, okay. Because there are days I'm like, what is up with the barometer? Because every single person that comes to my office is crying. Mm, day. That's interesting. It really is. I, I don't know what the correlation is, but I can predict it. Like by the second or third person, you're like, oh, everybody's going to cry. I want to talk about something pretty serious. Like I had a friend this last year who was very upbeat, very successful in his business, loved his wife, loved his family. And then he went through a rough patch there for a while. Didn't hear from him. Then I found out later he uh, he killed himself. Oh, my goodness. And I was just like. What in the world? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, why? What, what, what? Yeah. On the outside, you didn't know. So I guess the reason I bring that up, because it's fresh in my mind, but then also if there's someone who's listening, who's, who's uh, what, are, what are some things they can do to maybe be friendly or kind or, or, or be helping someone who's maybe going through a, a tough time? Well, well think, they know it or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, and obviously, you know, I, I think about people like Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, people who, you know, great on the outside. You know, everybody loves him. He's very successful. He's got money. And that's the thing. I mean, the one thing, none of us know what's really going on behind other people's eyes. Right. So if you're friends with somebody that's not feeling too well, or, mm-hmm. you, you know, again, like you said, maybe you don't know. I think the best thing we can do is try to really listen to one another and to show up. And if you feel something with a friend, ask them. You know, don't be afraid to go, hey, man, what, what what are you going through? You just seem like a little off today or I just want to check in with you. Like if you don't know how they're doing, ask them. Now all my friends are going to be checking out. <laughs> like, like, no, I, I, I promise I'm doing good. <laughs> but I, I think sometimes we err on the side of trying yeah. to be too like, oh, I don't want to invade their space. Mm. I don't want to. I've been guilty of that. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, you know, I think that we have to be willing to show up and, and really tune into each other. Well said, and I hope that people will do that because it is important. I mean, everybody, just somebody texted me just the other day and just uh, thanking me for something that, you know, happened recently. And that that text made my day, you know, it's something as simple as just a, a little thank you, a little gratitude. I'm not digging for it, but no, the fact that it happened, I mean, I, that really did change, you know, the trajectory of that moment for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's like truly just random out of the blue. Somebody just yes. saying like, "Hey, Jared, you matter." You yeah, know, it, it, it just a, a kind word. You yeah, know? Like it really does go a long way. So. Well, you know, and so a year ago, I started this random acts of kindness women's group. I'd love um, to hear about it. It is phenomenal. <laughs> so it, yeah. because literally, what my thought was. I want to have a group of peers mm-hmm. that we're willing to go deep with one another. We're willing to, you know, we meet once a month and. People that will challenge you and challenge your thinking as well as be able to show up emotionally and be like, you know, let's talk about like it's here's how it's structured. Once a month we get together, everybody brings 20 bucks and that's the random acts of kindness part. Mm -hmm. So So it's like a bank. Well, whoever's facilitating the meeting that month 
We always meet at my house for whatever reason, but <laughs> but a different person facilitates. You're being humble. You have a nice place. Right, <laughs> so, I think it's cozy. I think I like it's the cozy. <laughs> you know, yeah, they know it'll be clean. They're like, she's got the best toilets in town. They're so clean. Ew, and, uh, and yes, good. I'm glad to hear that. So, no, so, I'm judging your friends slightly, and I shouldn't. But, uh, but for the no. friends who are listening right now, we love you. Thank you. We love yeah, you. Absolutely. Here's a kind word. Yes. But what, so what's cool is that that twenty bucks. Combined with all yeah. the women in the group, whoever's facilitating chooses a charity of their choice mm. for that month. So sometimes it might be one of the months we had someone's friend had passed away mm. and the husband was left with two little boys. And they need some help. Yeah. Need some help. So that's where that money went to. That's a big deal. And it that, was a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I love hearing that. And I'm glad that it's not limited to just saying, okay, it's got to be this nonprofit or something. I like the fact that you can see a need and then make sure that that's what the group feels yeah. Where that should go. Yeah. So the person yeah. talks about it, presents where they think it's going. And, and so right. that's a cool thing. And then the other thing that we do, like I said, you know, we're willing to dig deep. So whoever is facilitating, you know, they might do something like, OK, let's talk about what's your greatest challenge this month. What have you had to face? What's happening? And sometimes it, it might be a little more lighthearted about like what brings you joy or, you know, whatever. But I have to tell you, one of the coolest ones ever was one of my girlfriends, Katie, her mother had passed away and her mom made quilts. So when she went to her mom's house to clean stuff up, she got all this fabric. And some of it was so cool because it was embroidered by her mother, these little scraps of fabric, or some of them were already sewn together. So she had all of us make these Tibetan prayer flags out of her mom's fabric. And so, and wow. I don't know if you know about those little flags. I've seen them. Yeah. And, and they don't sew the bottom edges. Mm -hmm. So they say that when the threads go out into the universe, you're just spreading, you know, all the prayers or whatever that is that you put into the flags. Wow. So it was like her mom's. You know, it was it was like she was still being able to. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, this is a story that's completely different, but I was laughing because it made me think of it. Uh, a buddy of mine, I won't name names because, you know, he might he listens. And uh, <laughs> he and I were talking. This was a while back. We were just having a guy conversation. We hadn't talked recently, so we're kind of catching up. And and somehow it led to another conversation, which led to another. And then, then we're talking about dating and and being single and even though we're both married and and uh and he made the comment he's like so can you ever imagine what it'd be like if uh your wife died and like <laughs> and i was like no <laughs> yeah, i try not to imagine that on the yeah, regular like, no <laughs> what, are you, what are you nuts like, i wish i had your skills in that moment because i don't think he meant what he said and i, I was like <laughs> where's this going like let's just i gotta go dude <laughs> but, uh, but it made me laugh because like this is a really good guy like of course he would never be thinking anything weird like you know whatever but uh but it was funny it was in the moment it was just like I guess he was like trying to convey if you're single again, how, what, what would you do? But he said the word if your wife was dead. And I was like, not the right way to frame that. Oh, uh, so, yeah, that was way off topic. Okay. So thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, thank you for letting me have my moment. To, you got to do uh, it. Yeah. You can, you can okay. psychoanalyze me now. <laughs> anyway, so you're here at PodCon and you're affiliated with a, a group called NoCo. And I was, just want to talk about that affiliation, why you're yeah. doing that. And, and then the spark and what is it and what's yeah. going on? Yeah. So NoCo FM is what Chris Lamphier then took. When he left KRFC, he decided he was going to come right. up with his own streaming radio program. Mm -hmm. And so that, I think it all launched in May of last year. Right. And so it's really cool because it's all diverse radio. 
And that's one of the things that he's really into unique radio, diverse voices, and he's really passionate and has a mission about it. So the spark is, you know, the flagship show. We started kind of the whole thing. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. And so, and the spark is really born out of a passion that I have and, and probably my own personal mission. Again, without it sounding too woo woo or something, you know, no, but, but, you, but you it could be woo woo here. Okay. Yeah. But, it, but it truly is. I mean, in my private practice, it's about, you know, I have a personal mission of putting as much love and healing into the world as right. possible. This gives me a much larger platform sure. to deliver that. And so it has been phenomenal from the beginning. As far as the guests, I will never forget Rick Hansen was one of my personal heroes, New York mm -hmm. Times bestselling author and a psychologist who... An indirect mentor. Indirect mentor. <laughs> yes, indirect for sure. But I've been uh, following his work for like, you know, 15 years. Cool. And so to be able to meet him on Skype. Wow. Um, and so he was a guest on the show. He was a guest on the show. I mean, I remember when I got the call that he agreed to do the interview. You're and like, I'm literally, I'm jumping up and down. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not a crier, but man, I had tears. You good, know, I was just good, like, this good. is great. And from each person, I've gotten the next great connection. David Burns, one of the fathers of cognitive behavioral yeah. therapy. After the interview, I've interviewed him now three times. He invited me to come to Stanford to be a part of his therapist training group. I was on his podcast. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you bring this up because my random acts of kindness circle had taken money and given it to him to be on the podcast. So Are you serious? Like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> that worked out. That worked out. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. Congratulations. <laughs> no, no, no. Well deserved, though. That's, that's amazing that you had him on. But, but it's, yeah. it's been really cool. So, and, you know, Jacob Lieberman... Weldon Long, Harriet Lerner, Molly Bloom, who was the subject of the major motion picture Molly's Game. Okay. That was up for an Academy Award last yes. year with Aaron Sorkin. I've known her dad since I was 13. No kidding. So, so he was actually my original You're fairly first connected guest. is what I'm picking up here, Stephanie. You know, get to know me, <laughs> Jared. Humble, I'll, I'll yeah, introduce yeah, you yeah, around. Yeah. I know people. <laughs> I, <laughs> no. I know the game. <laughs> but, but it just keeps it just keeps growing. We just keep yeah. having just it's just amazing. Right. So this well, interconnectedness and. Well, I, I appreciate your energy and your vibe and your humor. And I can tell that you do care. And uh, obviously that translates and that. Your uh, folks are listening to that, and that's working with the Spark and then uh, NOCO FM and all the cool things you're doing. Congratulations. Yeah. As we start to uh, bring this to an end, unfortunately, we have to do that. Two questions. So the first one is, where can people connect with you? They're saying, I, I need Stephanie James in my life. Heck they should yes. say that. Where do they connect? So they can get on my website at mm -hmm. thesparkpod.com, and that way they can access all the past episodes. They can also contact me on Facebook. And uh, I think that is and uh, you're the on, Spark you're, with you're, Stephanie you're James. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Check me out. Okay. Instagram as well. Yes. And, you know, they can go to noco.fm. And so we, uh, my show comes out live Wednesday nights at okay. 7 Mountain Standard Time. And the podcasts are released the next day. Excellent. And our final question is we like to close with final thoughts. Stephanie, do you have a final thought? I just want to say what a delight, Jared, to be able to connect with you, even though you've been hassling me for two days. I would word it. But. <laughs> no, it's, this has absolutely been a delight. And what a fun opportunity. And this kind of ties back in to what we were talking about earlier. So when we got here as exhibitors, we didn't have name badges, right or wrong. So we went, my business partner, I went to FedEx, got some my name as badges. And they were like, well, if we need them, probably others do as well. So we decided, let's just share the wealth, so to speak, uh, which we felt was the right thing to do. And it made, and it made some new connections. Uh, you 
we're the only person that declines, <laughs> which is like, you know, I just loved your Steph- face when Stephanie I declined. Stephanie is, is the spark, and she's declining goodwill, which, uh, <laughs> you know, do you get that a lot? You know, people are like, no, Stephanie, you need this in your life. No, I don't. Uh, so I wasn't sure what was happening there, but I, I appreciate you today lowering your standards, using a, a name badge. And uh, representing in that way. So that's why we're laughing about that. And she's saying I hassled her. I guess that's fair. Okay. With a name badge. (laughs) I just like, you know, you just got to be ornery once in a while. (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's the inner rebel in me coming out. Maybe she just had five sessions that were challenging and she can't talk about it. (laughs) You know, my life is confidentiality, Jared. I appreciate you, Stephanie, and I do hope people will check out The Spark. And congratulations, and look forward to maybe catching up again down the road and seeing what else is going on. Heck yes. All right, thanks again. Thank you, Jared. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. 